This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial Partners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. And so while at your website, click on our radio page, check out past shows. You can subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or set up a face-to-face virtual meeting. So today we're going to talk about the Secure 2.0 Act. It's a piece of legislation crafted with the goal of improving retirement saving options for Americans. So it includes all kinds of retirement plans. President Biden signed this into law December 29th, 2022. It's part of the broader Consolidation Appropriation Act of 2023. So this legislation piggybacks on, listen to this, setting every community up for retirement enhancement act of 2019 so which is mostly referred to as the secure act okay i'm gonna stop you right there chris i'm gonna we gotta stop on that one how how much time and money was wasted and how many people did it take for them to come up with that acronym to to so they could say secure act they here's what they came up with it's a little bit of a stretch to me setting okay setting every community up for retirement enhancement secure (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean obviously they come up with the word secure we want to call this secure what can we yeah and then come up with the words the way it sounds (laughs) but it but it's good right because now everybody kind of knows what it's about it does it yeah it's securing securing your your financial retirement Yeah. yeah It's about retirement. It's about helping you secure it. I, you know, yeah. you're right. I, I, and I like the secure act 2.0. I like that, that concept. Yes. Uh, the acronym's a little bit of a stretch still, I think, but, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> now, what are we talking about? So what we're talking about today is how the secure act, um, is going to affect, um, employees and employers, especially small business employers, um, through throughout the next few years. So in it's it started in January first, and it's already uh, going to affect uh, a lot of people if they're in retirement. It's going to affect people that are nearing retirement a lot as well. So there are uh, a lot of uh, pieces of legislation to go over. Um, we're not going to hit all of them. We're just going to talk about a few of them. Okay. Well, this sounds good. And, uh, you know, I I'm glad, uh, that this is happening now and I, I've been good by the way. Uh, it's spring. So that yes. means that spring means I can start watching baseball again pretty soon. Uh, a lot of my friends just went to Florida to check out some spring training. It's not spring here in Minnesota yet. I'll tell you that, but, uh, <laughs> we got spring training coming up. So that's always fun. 
but yeah, I think this is a home run topic uh, yeah. to use the baseball analogy, but I'm bump, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Not only because it means I can start watching baseball again, but sure. uh, the Secure Act, we, we talked about the first one when it came out, what, two or three years ago? Yeah. A couple of years ago is all I think. Um, an update is certainly in order, and this one seems to be m- much better from what I've heard. We'll find out today. You're going to tell us what's in there. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, obviously it's an important subject for everyone out there because uh, whether you're retired or you're planning for retirement, there are a lot of changes in here, aren't there? Yeah, there are. And interestingly enough, Tony, the Secure 2.0 Act was a priority for many members of both the House and the Senate. It was bipartisan support throughout the negotiations. So there were sponsors of the House included 55 Democrats and 44 Republicans. And over in the Senate, sponsorship included six Republicans and five Democrats. That's so huge. Every, everybody was on board. It's, it's a meat potatoes legislation that's free of all the political squabbles. It's good for businesses. Uh, whether they be large or small, and it's good for people. Yeah. And hey, anything that can uh, lower the political temperature, right? Uh, and oh, get yeah. people working together. I think that's great. That's a good sign. It, it, it can happen uh, to accomplish good things to help people, right? Uh, that's, that's right. Good. That's good news for all of us, really. Right. And so the, the had three main objectives, and these main objectives are I wholeheartedly agree with nudge people to save more money for retirement, which I harp on in every meeting, right? Right. We improve retirement rules. Hey, that's great. I like that. And a reduced employer expense of setting up retirement plans. I like that too, because I yeah. help employers set up retirement plans for their, re- for their uh, employees. Um, it's really great for small businesses when they set those up. We kind of specialize in that area. Um, so we, we can help people uh, get into better retirement plans than they're currently in um, that have less fees. And we could also help them get into retirement plans if they don't have one at all and start wow. out small and grow it. Right. Sure. And that's how you do it. Yep. Start small. Yeah. And some of the components of this new legislation went in effect on January 1st this year. So other provisions are going to start in 2024 and 2025 and beyond. So all told, the new legislation includes 92 retirement savings provisions that's a lot we're not going to cover them all here today uh, we're not no. we're not going to get through all 92 chris no. <laughs> <laughs> if you tried to go through all 92 at some point uh, our listeners would be <laughs> just conked out right uh checked out change that dial man (laughs) they would have to check out at some point but no it is there's so much in here though that's good we're going to cover a few of the main things and uh, and we're not going to get through all 92 today but are there any that jumped out at you yeah so um one that's that's kind of a big one is that it's going this is going to in 2025 require employers to automatically enroll eligible workers in new 401k or 403b plans. And so their participation amounts are going to um, get bigger. They're starting out at 3% and no greater than 10%. And then that contribution rises 1% uh, up to a minimum of 10% and a max of 15. So these contribution rises are going to affect uh, some of these employers. But 
Um, you know, employees can still opt out of everything that you don't have to do it, but you'll be enrolled in it automatically. That way, when you start, uh, when they start a new plan, that way you're, you're not, um, leaving people behind because they just didn't go down to HR. Right. Right. They didn't go in, they didn't go into the the computer where they're supposed to and uh, opt in. Right. Uh, they might forget to opt in or not, you know, think about it. Uh, I think that's great. Obviously, um, you know, that's huge uh, because um, people need to participate. And I like the fact that they are automatically enrolled. I wish that yeah. had been the way it worked when I got my first full-time job because I didn't pay any attention to putting money into the 401k. Yeah. And had they automatically done it, I probably would have just, a, a, you know, not taken the time to opt out. And I would have had some forced savings then. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. so here's what people do. And it's kind of a psychological deal is so, so if they didn't opt in when they first started a job, their, their spending expanded to the amount of money they were making. <laughs> right. Right. And so, and so now they get it down expands the road. to your take home. They, they exp- right. Their spending expands to what they bring in. That's so, usually what happens to most of us. And so now you, now you have fear of that loss of that income. If you start that retirement plan and start contributing to it. Yep. And so, but if you never had it, then it's, it's okay. It's usually, yes. usually your spending plan will fit inside your take home if yes. you will let it. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can make it fit inside your take home. It's just, yes. will you, <laughs> Right. you can, you can. Right. And that yes. is where you and Tara come in. I mean, Chris, you help people yeah. with this all the time. Uh, you know, you, yeah. you know, live, live within your means and right. save, save for the future. That's key. And, and you'll make money. The way to earn money is take that extra money. You're not going to make money on the money you spend. You're going to make money on the money you save. And that's right. how you, uh, you make money by working, but then the money you earn from working, you want that to grow and earn money and make money for you. Yes. Uh, rather yeah. than spend it on things you don't need. So uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly there, Chris. And I, that, I'm not, you know, I'm, uh, I'm preaching to myself right there because I've been guilty <laughs> of that, you know, not living within my means. And that's where you yeah. get into trouble. And so as we get older, we learn that. But I'm like, man, if I'd only done this sooner, right? <laughs> I bet you hear that from people that come in. I wish right. I'd talked to you 40 years ago, right? Or 20 years ago or 10. Uh, oh, right? yeah. Oh yeah. I can't have, I have people that come in a year away from retirement and like, okay, give us a plan. I'm just like, Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll get it done and it'll be good, but it could have been a lot better if we just started 10 years ago. Yeah. So this, uh, employers, uh, can incentivize participation with financial rewards, but small businesses, uh, can opt out of this. Uh, they don't That's have right. to participate. Uh, larger businesses uh, should participate in the auto enroll, and that's what they're they're putting into this bill. I think right. that makes that makes sense. Um, and Gov- I mean, government I- ex- uh, some exempt companies also as well. You know, churches and things like that. Sure, sure. Well, and I think this is a again, this is a great reason to make an appointment with somebody like yourself, Chris, a financial services professional. I mean, even if you feel good about your current financial strategy. Uh, you really, it's not a bad idea to see if this legislation may be reason enough to make some adjustments, right? Or right. get a second opinion on where you're at. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
And so if they want to get that a second opinion, uh, they should give us a call at 719-210-4242. You can check us out at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. Um, we're offering a complimentary consultation. If you call in and mention that you heard this on the radio show, that's 719-210-4242. All right. So what's another big change that this is rolling out that you want to talk about, Chris? So this is a really big one for our, our, our retirees. The required minimum distribution or RMD rules are, are changing. So previous to this year, um, that age was 72. But on January 1st of this year, those move up to 73. And then in uh, 2033, it moves up to 75. So what RMDs are is when you have money in a 401k or personal IRA, some type of qualified plan that is owed taxes to the government, you have to start taking that money out of that plan through a complicated uh, table that we can help you with. Um, and so you have to have that distribution so you pay those taxes. The government wants their taxes eventually. But right. guess what? We're getting, we're living longer. So they're pushing that age up to reflect that we're living longer so that we can keep more of that money later in life and stretch out our, our dollars later. So that's a nice thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. Uh, so RMDs, we talked about these, uh, quite a bit on past shows required mm -hmm. minimum distributions. Um, it, it's interesting because, uh, it wasn't that long ago that they were 70 and a half and they were 70 and a half for a long time. That was long the time. age, that was the age at which the government made you start taking distributions of a certain amount out of your, uh, tax deferred plans, like 401ks, IRAs, things like that. Or three right. B's. So yep. uh, then, the, not long ago, with the first Secure Act, it bumped up to seventy-two, uh, and now already it's seventy-three. So, yeah. and in a way, this is good because it gives more pe people more flexibility. Anytime you have to do something rather than you're taking it out because you want to, uh, right. I think it's good that they've bumped it to seventy-three. However, um, it can be uh, there can be a negative there too. I've heard right because. Uh, some people might end up in a worse tax situation if they wait too long because eventually they have they'll have to take that money out and it'll be taxed, right? That's that's right. And so we we help people create a plan so that their taxes are more predictable throughout the retirement. Right, right. It might um, be a good idea to spread distributions out over a longer period, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And and then take advantage of you know, the current tax code, take advantage of the, the current size of your bracket and those kind of things. Uh, we have uh, some systems that can help define what those are and, and what exactly to take so that you don't get hit with the, the higher tax rates on those. Yeah, that's good. And I know you work alongside tax professionals to help your clients uh, and you guys look at the big picture in the future, whereas most people, CPAs, they're just looking back at last year's taxes. But you really have to look ahead on these things. And there's a yep. lot that's tax related in this Secure Act 2.0, like RMDs. But you're right. Sure. This is a positive. Um, bumping up that RMD uh, age is a positive for a lot of people uh, who didn't want to have to take that. that so that's what's, right. what's, what's something else uh, that they need to know? 
so so here's the other thing and um if you work with me this will not happen to you but they have changed the way they penalize people if they forget to take their rmds they're moving it down uh used to be a 50 percent penalty really the high. highest and i've heard that's the highest penalty in the tax yes. government tax code is it is 50 percent for missing an rmd so in, if in you're other words, to if take you, out ten thousand dollars there's a five thousand dollar penalty in plus, in addition to paying the taxes on what you take, in addition out. to paying the taxes, right? <laughs> wow. And so and then uh, they're knocking that down to twenty five percent, and not so, great, but still uh, way better than fifty. <laughs> but but guess what? There's more. So uh, the tax may be reduced down to ten percent if you correct it in a timely fashion. So, so if the you penalty is only ten percent. If you yeah down to ten percent, so if you correct it, ten to ten percent, that's that's not bad. That's nice for our retirees. And, yeah, you know if they uh, some for some reason their financial advisor is not around to help them, or they just forget. Uh, that that's that's great that they're going to not penalize them so harshly. Wow, wow. So, uh, is there, before we, uh, take a break and let our listeners know how to get a hold of you, yeah. is there anything else you want to talk about in the, uh, regarding this? Well, so there, there is a, some, some, a section that talks about pre-death RMDs. So if you have an employer sponsored account that was in a Roth, then you had to pay RMDs on it. And so they have removed that provision. Oof. Um, this doesn't that, affect, thank God. That's that's good. <laughs> it doesn't affect a lot of people because most people in that age group don't have 401k Roths. Okay. Right. But so, people do uh, have 401k Roths, you know, and, now. and it, it, it can happen and more and more that's people right. are, are getting them and maybe they yep. ha still have one. And the fact that there were RMDs that you had to take on a Roth any type of Roth account, Roth IRA or Roth 401k doesn't make sense. Doesn't because, make sense. Because you yeah. don't pay. Why would they make you take uh, withdrawals uh, on something that they're not going to get taxed? The, the so, whole purpose of RMDs is so they can collect the tax. They fixed the glitch. This was a yeah. glitch. In the yeah, code. that was a glitch in the first one. Right. So they just fixed that yeah. glitch. Well, this is a lot of good information today. So uh, what if our listeners out there are feeling overwhelmed by what they're hearing? Because we're, <laughs> we're throwing a lot out there. Yeah, so we, we are. So they can reach me at uh, 719-210-4242. Uh, we can go over what things affect you in the code, whether you're an employee or an employer, uh, how these kind of things would affect you. Uh, we can help you dig into the, the code and, and, and take a good look at that. Um, so re reach out to us at 719-210-4242. All right. And for our radio listeners who might be driving, listening to the show, uh, what's the web address they can go to? So go to nolanfinancialpartners.com. Uh, you can reach us through the website, through the contact us uh, web page, or you can go out to the radio page and listen to, to more shows to get to know us a little better before you hit that contact us button. Yes. Sounds great. Uh, and I think that's so important. And uh, you're offering a, 
complimentary consultation. Uh, they can sit down with you and yeah. or call you and ask some questions, and there's no cost or obligation to that. Uh, right. I would encourage our listeners to do that. And if you're listening out there and you own a small business and you'd like to set up a better employment, uh, maybe a benefit package for your uh, for your um, employees. You know, I know you talked about that earlier. That's something you do is uh, set up uh, 401k plans and uh, retirement savings plans for s- small businesses. So that's right. Uh, that's awesome. Well, uh, let's keep it rolling. The Secure Act 2.0. Uh, we're talking about that and what it means for people who are currently retired or maybe. Uh, planning on retirement. What do you have for us next? So the the next kind of category of things is uh, catch-up contributions. So there's some uh, catch-up contributions for people over 50 um, due to cost of living adjustments. So you can get that. Uh, The provision goes into effect uh, this year on December 31st. So not till the end of this year. Sure. Um, There's also catch-up limits have been increased for 401k, 403b, and 457 plans um, between ages 60 and 63. So it's a really narrow window. Um, so it's the greater of $10,000 or 150% of the standard catch-up amount of that year. Um, so that begins in December 31st of 2024. But if if you know about that in advance, um, you want to plan for that so that you can take more money out of your salary between age 60 and 63 so that you can get that money into a qualified area in, in the tax code so you can use that money for retirement and, and extend that money out. Um, so that's something that's good to know so that you can plan for it, uh, that you're going to take that out of your income in, if you hit those certain age groups. So it's very particular to... Uh, some some people that are going to be in that area. So I'll be reaching out to my people that are going to hit that because that's a great way to add a lot of money to you can get $30,000 uh, to those plans. Yeah, that's so, huge. Okay. I mean, uh, the, that amount, increasing it by that amount too, I think that's really good. Uh, the more people can sock away, the better. That's right. And I've got some uh, clients that some of the business clients have simple plans and those limits jump up to uh, from 3,500 to 5,000. And then it's also indexed for inflation. So it'll continue to evolve and change. That's a great thing that they're just tying it to inflation. So yeah, why, why, why that wasn't done in the yeah. first place is crazy. Another glitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fixing a lot in here, and this is good. And so far, it's all good. Usually, when this type of thing is released, we talk about, oh, it does this. This is helpful for a lot of people. This is helpful for some people. And then they do something. That says, this is horrible. This makes it worse <laughs> yeah. for all of us. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> Isn't that usually the way these things work? Uh, totally. But so far, so good from what I've heard about the Secure Act 2.0 and what you've told us today. Um, uh, what else do you have for us? Regarding um, so there's another section that talks about the annual deferral limit and catch-up contributions at age 50 for simple IRAs and 401k plans. So. Um, goes up 10% for employers with 25 or fewer employees. So if you've got more than that, 26 to 100, 
it's 4% matching or 3% contribution. So higher deferral limits for the, for the employee if the yeah. employer provides those. Yeah. So that's the key thing to know. So there's some higher limits. You can put more money into simple IRAs and 401k plans in these small businesses. So if you're a small business and you have something like that, check with your financial advisor to see what you can do there. Yeah, exactly. Pick up the phone. Yeah. Uh, Chris, they can give you and Tara a call to talk about that. Right. And, and one of the things I've heard about the Secure 2.0 Act is that it also includes uh, additional access to retirement funds. Can you explain that to us? Yeah. So this this is kind of uh, complicated. Um, it kind of depends. Usually it's for an emergency purposes. So you can take out $1,000 annually for uh, emergency expenses from your uh, retirement savings, um, whether it's personal or family expenses uh, due to an emergency, and there will be no withdrawal penalties. Now, you'll still have so to you pay avoid taxes that 10%, you, you avoid that 10% early withdrawal yeah. penalty. Of course, yeah. you still have to pay tax on it because it's, it's, it's on subject is income. But, That's right. Yeah. So I could pull a thousand dollars out if we have a medical emergency or something like that, or somebody right. goes into long-term care or something, you can pull that money out for a family emergency uh, without getting the penalty. Uh, when does that take effect? That takes effect uh, next year. So oh, after okay. January 2nd uh, next year. Okay. So um, a Why lot didn't of make it immediate. I don't know, but that's, that's I know. well, it yeah. gives people time to plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they've yeah. got to get uh, set up that uh, they got to set up that provision in the plan and create the forms. Sure. So everybody can get it done. Yeah. There, true. There's also uh, you can set up a Roth emergency savings account with worth as much as twenty five hundred dollars per participant beginning January 2nd of 2024. So, um, wow. you can, you can, that's $2,500. You can basically put into a Roth that you then can invest and save money inside a Roth. You can use it for emergency savings. If you don't use it for emergency savings, then when you separate from the uh, company, then that Roth just becomes a personal Roth. Um, we can right. work with that. And, but the idea, that's $2,500 more of tax-free that's, money. That's right. With no penalties for withdrawal no. is what they're saying. We're out of time for today's show. It, oh. flew, it flew by. So one more time, give that phone number out a couple of times and your web address. Well, thank you, Tony. Yeah, that phone number is 719-210-4242. Um, give us a call. We're offering complimentary consultations for anybody that calls and mentions the radio show. Uh, we'll set up a virtual a meeting or a meeting at our office downtown Colorado Springs. Um, you can also check us out at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. Um, you can contact us through there. You can check out our past radio shows to get to know us a little better if you want to do before you come in. Uh, but give us a call, contact us uh, through the website. It's, it's a really neat website. We're really proud of it. Yeah. Um, so, so go out and look at it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Chris. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Join us again for our next episode. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.